Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The late night anger management class. This is Portrait. Quickest 180 minutes of sports talk radio. Throwing it down. Shout out to everybody tuning in on all our AM radio affiliates, including the mightier 1090 San Diego, stepping up and repping uh, this evening. SoCal in the house, of course, Sports Byline, Sports Map, Sirius XM, Channel 204. We're global. We're kicking it. Toronto Raptors kicking it. Five and one in their last six basketball games. But now they take a step up in class as they take on the Boston Celtics in Boston. And of course, Boston just get back home after their long ass uh, road trip. Crazy night in the association uh, tonight. High scoring across the board. The only game that went under the number, the Pacers and the Brooklyn Nets. Uh, the Lakers uh, get it done, but Charlotte um, Charlotte puts up a, a million points uh, this evening. Not enough uh, for them. Memphis scores 130. I tell you what, normally if you're Charlotte and you score 114 points, you know, you figure you're going to win a basketball game. No, not not in the modern NBA uh, right now. Memphis hangs 130 on them. Oklahoma City uh, gets the cover this evening. Minnesota. <laughs> so, <laughs> Minnesota. Uh, Minnesota gets the late, 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 late uh, cover. The old meaningless slam dunk at the end of the basketball game that really isn't meaningless now, is it? Uh, Tom Brady's absolutely blasted right now. Tom Brady's, uh, Tom Brady, right now Tom Brady's in a coma probably. He's in a deep sleep. He's going to have a massive ass a hangover as somebody that doesn't drink uh, very much. I'd like to know how much it took to get Brady that wasted actually. That's, you know, that's, I think that's the question we need to know. We'll find out from Big Earl Skakel. We'll lighten the mood a little bit. Although it's been a light, uh, quick show already this evening. Uh, Big Earl Skaka will step up and in. We'll run the gauntlet uh, with Earl. He stepped up and in Super Bowl uh, Sunday, although our call was abbreviated. Uh, Iowa gets it done uh, tonight against uh, Rutgers. Uh, That game did stay under uh, the number. Iowa are normally a a high-scoring team. We've been so focused in on college, um, on... uh, are the first 24-hour network giving you the most extensive fantasy sports and odds coverage of all major sports. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Is America's primary system working? Is the Electoral College still the best process for electing a president? Could a third-party candidate ever be successful? In a new season of You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen gather the country's top experts to explore these issues and more as we approach the 2024 presidential election. Listen to You Might Be Right 
a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee. Available now wherever you get your podcasts. As you continue listening to Sports Grid, ask yourself and be honest Am I listening enough? Probably not. 16 hours a day. That's all we ask. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. You want some of this, don't you? Yeah! Well, you need to know the winners. And I know the winners. So call me now. Whoa! $5 for the first minute, $2 for each additional minute. You have reached the coach's hot line. Line. Yeah, lay it on me, coach. In the game of Miami mm-hmm. versus Sin. Cincinnati. Sin. Cincinnati. Cincinnati. Come on, come on. Don't you realize this is costing me money? The late night anger management class continues. This is Sports Rage. Uh, Pete Annapolis will join us in the next segment. We'll talk some NBA basketball. We'll get into uh, the Kyle Lowry trade rumors, the Andre Drummond trade rumors, uh, Bradley Beal non trade rumors <laughs> of what Bradley Beal. With Bradley Beal is just it's just such a interesting dynamic to me that you're if you're Bradley Beal wouldn't you want to leave Washington? Like wouldn't you want like wouldn't you be on the first damn plane out of there? Like wouldn't you be saying, "All right, listen. This just isn't working out and you guys can get a ton for me." Like if you're Washington, you're not winning now. You're not winning. You're not a couple of players away. It's not like, listen, we've got Bradley Beal. We've got Westbrook. We've got Hachimura. Like, it's not like, all right, if we just get a few more guys. It's like, no, you're not winning. The guys you have don't fit together. You don't play defense. It's not working. And what I understand, there's no fans there either. So it's not like you're letting a fan base down. There's no whatever. How many fans do the Wizards even have? So you're going to let down 18 people? And in a couple of years, you'll be happy. So we'll get into this with uh, Pete Annapolis. I'm curious, Pete's take on Bradley Beal. Just the fact that Bradley Beal doesn't want to get traded. And he's got a no trade clause. So, and basically, he's not demanding to get traded. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and the Wizards don't want to trade him. Like, I don't understand. I think you're both, like, I think you're both on crack. You're hanging out with uh, former mayor of Washington, Marion Barry. Uh, like, I, I, don't, I don't understand what the hell you're doing. Like, if you're Washington, you get a ton of, like, uh, capital out of this. You can get a lot. Look what Harden got. Like, uh, you can get a lot for Bradley Beal. And if you're Bradley Beal, like, you can get out of Washington. I don't, like, uh, I don't know. I guess this guy, he likes being a Washington wizard. (laughs) He likes being a Washington wizard. I like betting on the Utah Jazz. Uh, We bet on a money line parlay uh, tonight. We don't often do it. Uh, These money line parlays always backfire, and it nearly did, but I was lucky. The Miami Heat were victorious, um, and Utah won. It was plus 103. It was plus money, so I didn't mind it. We could have just laid the price with Utah. It got up to six. It's a little bit of a concern. But uh, Utah are just covering machines. They beat down Boston 122 to 108. I wouldn't be too critical of Boston um, tonight due to their performance. This was their fifth road game in a span of seven days. Golden State gets it done. And this was a rough one tonight for me. Uh, I tell you what, and if you tune into Game Time Decisions, we've been crushing it. We, t- we, we told you about Toscano Anderson. Shh, it's a secret. This guy Toscano Anderson is killing it on the Warriors as far as this rebound prop is concerned. 
Like, it's amazing. And Draymond Green now has 51 assists in his last four games. But this is why I got screwed tonight. I had Draymond Green over 7.5 assists. That hit, he had 11. I had Toscano Anderson over 6.5 rebounds. That hit, he had 8. I had Draymond Green over 7.5 rebounds as well as 7.5 assists. And Draymond Green had 7 rebounds. You know what the problem was with this game? It was 114 to 91. Ugh. And I had Steph Curry over four and a half three-point shots made. He went four of ten. And same thing. They took him out of the game with like five, six minutes left or whatever. Like he didn't play as much as he would have. It was back to back. I should have known better. Yet you play these props nightly, you well, you almost have to do it. Like you know, Steph Curry's like now eight and two to the over in the last 10 games with over four and a half, three point shots made in a game, right? The problem is I've noted, and as somebody bets the props all the time, and you guys know this, we were talking about this with Kevin Walsh, who you're here in the morning um, and on in-game live is, is blowouts. There's been a lot of blowouts in the NBA this week, in the last week and a half or so, two weeks. It's been a lot of blowouts and blowouts are prop killers, because the prop, the props get blown up because, number one, the team that's getting blown out isn't scoring. So if you have any props on the team that's getting blown out, that's blown up because they suck. And then they probably are playing tomorrow night because the NBA schedule is whack. So they're like, well, it's not, you know, or like if you're San Antonio tonight, it's like, well, we beat them last night. We got the split. It is what it is. We're not going to kill ourselves here. We're losing by 22. You know what I'm saying? It was one of those deals tonight. And Curry would have went over. He was four at ten. He had four going into the fourth quarter. He didn't play barely. Draymond Green, back-to-back nights. He didn't play much. Draymond hung around a little bit longer than Curry did. But, um, you know, listen, Curry played 32 minutes. Draymond played 32 minutes. Uh, when it was all said and done. You know, but look, Wiggins played 35 you know, I'm just saying, like, Curry stopped shooting as much. It was that, you know, it was frustrating. But uh, keep your eye on that, though. Toscano Anderson, basically with Looney, with Looney out and with Wiseman out, Toscano Anderson is starting, and no one really knows who the hell he is. I will tell you that the book is starting to catch on. His rebound prop used to be four and a half. Then it was five and a half. Then he made it six and a half. It was six and a half tonight. All right, he got to eight. It's basically been like five games in a row. He's gone over since he started. Four or five games in a row. He's five now. So they, you know, they're, they're sort of on to it. I'll tell you what, too. All it took was uh, for me not to bet on them anymore and for me to call them a bunch of gutless bastards because they screwed me over a couple of times. But uh, the Pelicans, the Pelicans are starting to win games right now. They're hot. Pelicans are hot. And the Pelicans is kind of simple, actually, for the Pelicans. It, they basically go as Lonzo Ball goes. as he, You know what I mean? It sounds crazy to say this with a team with Zion Williamson, Brandon Ingram, Steven Adams, Eric Bledsoe. Like, they've got talent on this team, but they go as far as Lonzo Ball takes them. It, it really is like a situation with the Pelicans like that. Like, basically, like, they, you know, Eric Bledsoe's not a very good shooter. He's not a great shooter. He's a very good defender. He's a scrappy dude. He's a tough guy. He's a good guy to have on the court, but he's not a great shooter. He's not a great scorer. And look, he was three for 10 tonight from the field, two of six from three. And that's pretty typical. And Lonzo Ball is generally not a very good shooter. 
and he's streaky, he's hit or miss, he's got that weird shot and stuff, but and if your guards can't shoot, how the hell are you going to win? Like, you know what I mean? Like, how, how are you going to win if you got two guys on the, on the court that can't score? It's a problem. And basically, over the last week or so, you know, the last five games, four or five games, Lonzo Ball's shot has been falling. Three is six tonight. If he hits 50% of his threes, they can win games. You know, they've gotten Houston. Houston were playing well after the deal. Now, Houston are starting to sort of uh, hit a wall right now. And um, I don't know what to buy into this, but there's already talk of the Rockets want to trade Victor Oladipo. <laughs> like, that, like the Rockets, the Rockets sort of like are not in. Yeah, we're going to win now. Like they, they want to keep dealing and they want to parlay this Harden deal. Right? They got Oladipo and Harden deal. So now they want to flip Oladipo and get more out of this. They were going to keep John Wall. John Wall is sort of the staple. John Wall, Christian Wood, and word is that Oladipo is available and teams are interested. And, you know, listen, Houston aren't winning the title, right? And Houston actually are in rebuilding mode right now. They're not rebuild, retooling, you know what I'm saying? Putting their roster together. But if teams want to give you something nice for Oladipo, you know, I, I, I don't have a problem with it. And if you're Oladipo, you know what I mean? If you're Oladipo, nothing wrong with ending up on a contender, which uh, Oladipo can help a team. You know who Oladipo would be good on? The Milwaukee Bucks. The Bucks can use Oladipo. The Bucks need, a, the Bucks need another dude that can give them 20. And not hope that Middleton hits his threes type thing. You know what I'm saying? The late night anger management class continues. Bring it. Look, you have a simple choice. Keep listening and get the winning edge. Or don't. And wish you had. We are the Sports Grid Radio Network. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. You might be right. It's simple, but something you almost never hear in politics today, with each side more concerned about scoring political points than solving problems. I'm Bill Haslam, a Republican. And I'm Phil Bredesen, a Democrat. We're former Tennessee governors, and we invite you to listen to our podcast, You Might Be Right. Join us and guests like Al Gore, Paul Ryan, Judy Woodruff, as we take on important issues facing our country. Listen and subscribe to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee. SportsGrid.com. There's only ever been one thing in your life that's been there for you. It's meant memories, family, friends. And yeah, we'll say it. Fun. Welcome to your home for talking sports. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. I feel like uh, basically like David Letterman and uh, like Earl's been ready to go in the green room twice. And if it happens a third time, then like, where do we go from there? That's the question. (laughs) 
where do we go from there? Because I think I'm taking this pretty well uh, right now for the most part. Uh, but, but uh, I'm really not as uh, in inside. We're actually raging, but um, it is, it is what it is. It's just uh, one of the, uh, the curveballs that we get thrown. I don't know about 13 times a week. It seems uh, on the late night anger management class, but that's why it's the late night anger management class. Cause I end up getting angry. Uh, but we did have a big night uh, tonight. Uh, we did have a good night tonight. We told you guys the NBA is going crazy with the points. And uh, we saw once again tonight, only one game actually did stay under uh, the number. But I want to get back to this jackass here. So what's his name? Yuri Andrade. Yuri Andrade. So Andrade brags, bragged to a Tampa Bay uh, radio station. Like, why would you do that? Like I, you know, Like I said a couple of minutes ago, if you're just joining us right now, so... So basically, I was just saying in today's social media world, um, people like are they can't be stupider. Like people already share their lives as it is. People already post like people are always bitching about privacy when they already share everything on their own. Right. So it's like, I don't know, you're, you're oh, they're, they're spying on you. What do you mean spying on you? You post your entire life online. You know, they don't need to spy on you. You post it publicly. But it's amazing to me that people that people that like um, either commit crimes or not crimes, but are in this gray area stuff. Like basically like, look at like that GameStop guy, that GameStop guy, the original guy in the Reddit room, like the leader of the chat room or whatever. You know what I mean? Like he's very public. He's going on shows and stuff. And now he's got like uh, the IRS and the SEC on his ass. And if they don't like what he did, they're going to find something. Right. So, you know, Billy Walters, remember Billy, same thing. Like, you know, Billy, the big time sports uh, better and stuff. And he was making a ton of money. He went on 60 minutes. Like, why? The guy at Bodog, same thing. What's the name? Calvin Irie there. Same crap. He went on 60 minutes. Oh, yeah, I'm making $200 million a year. I know it's illegal, but what are you going to do? Well, now you're stuck on an island, and the U.S. Marshal is going to pluck your ass if you ever, like, end up on any airspace that's ever with an extradition country to the U.S., and you better hope there's no plane malfunction because that's what happens. If they want you, like basically like people, if like people that live like that, like there's a lot of people in the sports book world, right? And and the poker world and stuff. And and listen, I know. I, you know, I know, I know these stories. And like, let me ask you. So basically, if you were told, if you were told, listen, uh, you, you, you're gonna, I'm gonna give you a job, you're gonna get a job. You're going to get a job with this sports book or with this poker company, except you're going to be a fugitive <laughs> once you get the job, except you'll be fine, but you can never leave. Like you can come to this island and we'll pay you like massive money. You know what I mean? Like I, you know, I know a dude, you know, there was a guy, uh, Mitch Garber. Uh, who owns the Cirque du Soleil. He's going to bring the Montreal Expos back potentially. And in the old days, when it was a gray area, he was the head of one of those places. And dude, he was making like $128 million a year or something. Like some of these CEOs for some of these companies make some serious ass money, but they're not allowed. Like you can't, you know what I mean? You can't fly over American airspace or, you know, you can't go back to North America or, even worse, like I stated, if you're on a plane and they want you, whatever, dude, they'll just make sure that the plane has a malfunction and needs an emergency landing in a place where they can extradite you, 
right? So, <laughs> like, so my point is with these jackasses here. Number one, that's it's not even legal. It's not even legal. It's legal to bet with Fanduel. It's legal to bet with Will Hill. It's legal to bet with DraftKings. It's legal to bet with Caesars. It's legal to bet and go to a casino and bet at the sports book. It's a gray area that people sort of look or, you know, whatever. But if you win $374,000 on Bodog, you don't tell anybody, all right? You don't tell anybody. Because number one, like I said, it's not like the most legitimate thing. So you're a stupid idiot, all right? You're a stupid idiot, and it's just a modern, it's a modern expose and picture of the modern person. I'm not even going to say the millennial because I don't know. Millennials get blamed for everything. I don't know how old the guy is. He looks very happy running on the field. I got to tell you, bro. I got to tell you, Yuri. You're not an idiot. You, you committed the scam of the century almost. This would be the type of story that Sports Illustrated should be writing about in 20 years. Like, Yuri, when you're like, I don't know, you you look like you're about 30 or so, um, whatever. I don't know. Let me see if I can find his age. See, he's shared everything else about your life. Um, <laughs> you've shared everything else. I don't know how old this guy is, but he looks like he's about 30 or so. You know what I mean? Like, when you know, like, the, the great stories in Sports Illustrated, if you ever, if people are still read these things, but, like, there's sometimes great stories about hustles and, like, you know, the great card heist or, like, you know what I mean? There's all these sort of like sports stories and hustles and stuff that have happened over the years. You don't tell people about it. Like the best criminals work by themselves, right? Yet I just, for the love of like, for, for I just don't understand, man, like how you could be this smart and pull it off and get all this money in and do it where they didn't even freaking notice until you... Start taking pictures with people in the sports bar after the game and going on local radio stations. Oh, yeah, yeah, me and my buddies bet on this. What do you think they're gonna book's gonna pay you now? What are you, a moron? It's amazing to me. All right, he says so. Uh, he's, he spoke with, uh, with Babs. Wild 940. Um, just for a note, uh, please don't tell me we have them unless you're like absolutely positively sure uh, that you do. Otherwise, I really am going to snap and electrocute you guys somehow through telepathic powers. So, yes, please, please do not tell me that we have Earl if we do not. Do we have Earl? Earl Skakel? What's Hello? up, Earl? Oh, we're, we're, we're live. We're live. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, Earl. Welcome to, uh, it's quite the operation we're running here. How you doing, Earl? <laughs> now, what, what is this, a ham radio show? <laughs> See, this is why, this is why I, I still uh, question the moon landing. I'm like, I don't know. We can't even take a damn phone call at 2 in the morning. Uh, these guys are like uh, one small step. They're playing golf on the moon. Crystal clear audio, Earl. No, you know what? We'll give credit to our crew for putting this together at uh, 2 in the morning, but I don't know who's the crew that uh, took it apart in the first place. That's that's the question. But it's a miracle, Earl, that we 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 hear your voice 
Uh, we'll see if you're able to get through this. So listen, Earl, I'm just talking about this right now. I don't know if you heard me. And I think you were, I saw you in our chat. So this guy in Tampa, Yuri Andrade, um, him and his buddies bet on will there be a streaker at the Super Bowl? And then he actually does it. All right. So he tells Wild 941 in Tampa, host is uh, Babs. I want to give credit here. All right. Uh, Yuri saw Tampa Bay Buccaneer wide receiver Mike Evans at a Tampa club on Monday night. Wanted to take a picture of with him. According to Yuri, Mike Evans said the stunt was epic and that the team was dying laughing. He said his friend who has a prank website has been trying to pull off a stunt like this for a while. So Yuri came up with a plan to do two people, one to run as a distraction, so all the security rushes him so I can clear the field. Then his friend wondered if there was a prop bet. There was. It was plus 750 for a fan to run on the field. After enough work, they got enough money and placed the bet. They claimed they won $370,000. I don't see it. Like, I, did they get paid? Did they withdraw the money that quickly? Um, I don't think so. Now they're under, under investigation. Earl, if you pull off a hustle like this, why the hell are you talking about it? Like, this is the stupidity of today's kids, Earl. It's beyond me. Great hustle. Stupid to tell people after. Yeah, I mean, I don't. I think he should get paid. Like, there's nothing illegal. I mean, you know, I think it's pretty genius. Uh, I'm Jewish, so I definitely would have been quiet about it. And, you know, it's like if I ever win the lottery, I ain't telling anybody. Uh, so uh, I hope he gets paid. I mean, I, I think they'll probably change the the rules of, like, a prop bet like this in the future. But uh, I don't think That's the guy cheated. Real. It's a good point. It didn't say in the prop, you can't, must not be you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it must not be you. Um, it didn't, uh, it didn't say that, but it's a good point, Earl. I saw there was a guy that won like $12 million in Jamaica and he showed up with like a mask on. <laughs> he had like a full hood and mask and they were like, yeah, he chooses to remain anonymous. I'm like, yeah, he's a smart man. I'm with you, Earl. If if I won like thir- if I won the Powerball, you, you would no one would know. <laughs> I might tell you like as a secret one night in Vegas. Listen, I I, I made a little, but like I wouldn't be going on Twitter. Hey, look, I just won the Powerball. It's amazing, man. People though in the social media world, they want to share everything all the time. They, you know what I mean? They they want to share everything. Cam's the best with that. Cam's like never. But I'm I'm starting to think, girl. You secretly have signed like a ten million deal with uh, Lucas or something like that. And you're not telling us. The girls oh, there's an opening. There's yeah. an opening now with uh, Gina Carano out of the picture. I just took her deal. <laughs> to be honest, we should come with a warning label. Caution. 24-hour sports talk. May cause mild addiction. Get on the grid. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. It's not your wife. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. 
See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Not your kids. It's not your neighbor. And it sure isn't your boss. Only we understand you. We are your friends. You're listening to The Winning Edge. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. I want to get into Gina Carano actually here. Um, so let me ask you though, uh, you I saw you were roasting Shane Doan. And I'm thinking, I'm thinking, um, I'm thinking to myself, how the hell do you uh, roast Shane Doan? I'm like, how do you how do you roast uh, Shane Doan, one of the cleanest cut players ever to play the game? Great guy, guy played in the league for uh, forever uh, before. But I was just thinking, I'm like, man, that's a challenge. Like I said, like if you got Sean Avery, if you got Patrick Waugh, like uh, Mark Messier, there's a lot of players in NHL history that um, that like kind of write itself, right? But Shane Doan is a real challenge. But uh, let me guess, did we lose Earl Matthias? No, no, I'm here. Oh, no, we've got him. <laughs> I guess the, I'm I'm so beaten down now. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure we've lost him. Uh, I'm sure we've lost him. You know, Earl, I will say this, Earl. Our phones have worked perfectly. They worked Sunday night until you came on. They worked Monday night, Tuesday night, Wednesday night. We just had Cam on. Hell, it worked with Cam and uh, worked with Ian Cameron. I don't know. Uh, it was like God uh, God was preventing us from uniting, uh, Earl. But So Gina Carano, who, of course, and Earl. So let me ask you, Earl, first Shane Doan. Then we'll get into Gina Carano and UFC and stuff. But um, how do you roast Shane Doan? That must have been hard. Well, it was easy uh, from the standpoint of uh, George LaRock was there and uh, Tyson Nash uh, just so happened to be in the front row in an all-jean outfit. Uh, and, <laughs> and so that was, uh, I hit him pretty hard. And uh, I, I really roasted more George LaRock than Shane Doan. And George is awesome. Like, he took it all in stride. I was a little scared with Shane Doan because he came up to me about five minutes before the uh, festivities started, and he's like, hey, I've watched your act. You're really funny. I don't mind what you say about me. And then he squeezed my hand pretty hard, and he's like, just <laughs> don't go after my daughters. And I'm like, you got it, boss. Like his, The strangest thing to me from that night was Shane Doan had bigger hands than George LaRock, and I felt like I was shaking hands with Houston's vagina after about 400 in the gangbang. I've I've never had a, my hand, like I'm a pretty big guy. Your hand got lost. Yeah, your hand got lost. Yeah, no, he was awesome though. He he couldn't have been any nicer. And and George LaRock, I really enjoyed his company. He's, he's a massive man. And uh, there's a couple other NHL players in the, uh, not Jeff Chikrin, Jacob Chikrin was there. And I loved his dad and uh, Darcy Hortichuk. So it was uh, probably my proudest, you know, moment in comedy was, it was like, it, it was perfect. It was a perfect night. So uh, I'm, I'm glad you enjoyed it. it. Where it was, was it? In Los in- Angeles? No, no, it was in Phoenix at the House of Comedy, which is like an amazing club. And 
it was packed. Like it, it was standing room only, and it was on TV and uh, NBC Phoenix, I think. And uh, it was just. Cool, cool. Uh, I mean, how often do you get to look at George LaRock and go, hey, it's an honor to meet you, Venus Williams. And um, <laughs> and he laughed, and then the, it's just like a uproarious laughter. No, I, I don't know if I can get canceled for that joke now, but, uh, you know, it's a new – I mean, that was only a year Not ago. Here, you're uh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Things, times change quickly. But So let me ask you. I miss the good old days when Gina Carano was just a hot uh, fighter in Strike Force, right? So I got to be honest, I kind of tapped out of Star Wars after that Jar Jar Binks stuff. Uh, but all kidding aside, you know, I like Star Wars, the first three. I don't even know this show, Earl. I've never seen it before. What's it called? The Mandalorian or something? Yeah, The Mandalorian. Uh, so, what's a Star and, Wars uh... show? I think it's, uh, I watched the first episode of season one because my friend, uh, and he was in the UFC, uh, Tate Fletcher, uh, he also used to uh, bodyguard for Joe Rogan, he was in it. Um, I think it goes into the, like, the backstory of Boba Fett, who was the bounty hunter who caught Han Solo. Uh, <laughs> it's okay, I mean, I'm a Chewbacca guy, so... I'd rather it be about Chewbacca's backstory, but uh, that's why George Lucas has a ranch and I have a two-bedroom condo. Um, so uh, it's okay. I mean, <laughs> hey, man, a lot of people don't have that right now, brother. Um, so I th yeah, I'm the I'm same uh, way of thinking. You you are like I only really acknowledge the first three which were the middle three, which shows you what drugs George Lucas yeah, yeah, was yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's amazing to me that he's like, you know what, I'm just going to start with the middle three, and then we're going to do the first three in the middle, and then by that time, the story's so blown out, you don't even care about the last three. So, uh, But uh, once again, I, I don't think George Lucas is looking to me for career advice. Uh, Star Wars, they're, Earl, they're like Metallica records. They were good. They're all right. They're all the same now, and they're hard to keep up with. You know what I mean? It's like, it's like yeah, I don't know which one's which. Yeah, whatever. Uh, so, so Gina Carano, I know she's been upsetting people for a while online. She was considered transphobic for some of her comments uh, before. We're in a big cancel culture now, but everybody's a hypocrite because people don't want cancel culture, but now I see – People want to, they're like, cancel Disney Plus because of they canceled Gina Carano. So, you know, everyone believes in freedom of speech until they don't. Now, you mentioned, Earl, you're Jewish. Now, I look at this in the sense of Gina Carano is free to tweet what she wants. But the Disney Corporation is also free to fire her ass, right? That's what freedom is. Like, she can't, you know, it doesn't go both ways. If you want to be an activist... If you want to be controversial, fine. But don't expect to cash a paycheck selling Star Wars merchandise to kids. So her comments that were put over the top, she tweeted earlier today, Jews were beaten in the streets, not by Nazi soldiers, but by their neighbors, even by their children. Because history is edited. Most people don't realize they get to the point where Nazi soldiers could easily round up thousands of Jews, the government, first made their own neighbors hate them simply for being Jews, how is that any different from hating someone for their political views? As uh, Gina Carano compares being a Trump supporter to um, suffering in the Holocaust, uh, Earl. 
Uh, I'm not Jewish, but as someone that's not Jewish, as a neutral bystander here, as I stated, is this shocking that Disney fired her ass today? I say no, Earl. What's your take? (laughs) Well, I mean, uh, everyone's entitled to freedom of speech, and and you could go on a radio show and and say the N-word. It's your right. But it's also the TV show's right to cancel you uh, and your agency and managers to drop you. Uh, I, I don't think people are paying to hear Gina Carano's uh, hot take on the Holocaust. So, uh, you know, it's just a new era of entertainment. Like, you know, I'm 52, so I grew up, uh, you know, with uh, football players coked out of their minds playing saying wacky stuff and it was funny uh but it's just uh you know in this day and age you know two minutes on twitter you're canceled if it's you know something bad so i just think that a celebrity like her or you or me should just not necessarily be quiet but like think about the uh the consequences of what you're about to say. You know, I had a a person reach out to me this morning and said, uh, hey, we have this popular uh, radio show. We do it on Instagram. We want to air one of your roast battles. And I'm like, oh, please don't. It's like, no, please don't. Uh, (laughs) You know, because that show is pretty wacky. And I even, uh, you know, I said some pretty crazy things on that show. And, you know, five years ago, it, it was... A different era so it was thought of as a groundbreaking tv show uh even the stuff even calling george larock venus williams uh, that could get probably get me in trouble if if one person takes it the wrong way even though george larock is bent over laughing yeah well like you said listen the cancel the cancel i believe in if you don't like something just don't watch it right but at the same point in time, it's someone's choice. If you want to be like, you know, it's like the guy James Woods, the actor James Woods, who's a great actor, right? James Woods is a great actor, but he's a nut job online and he complains he doesn't get work, but all he does is just say crazy things online all the time, all day, right? So like, like Gina Carano could believe these crazy things if she wants, but if you want to be in Hollywood and you want to be working for Disney and Star Wars, it, it, it's you know what she reminds me of Kurt Schilling. That's you know it's the same thing as Kurt Schilling. Kurt Schilling's like oh I should be allowed to say this. It's like yeah you're allowed to say that, but they don't have to employ you on the Little League World Series, Kurt, as you talk about Nazis and transphobia and stuff, right? So it's just common sense. So like it's Gina Carano, like she can't bitch. That's my point, right? She can't bitch, and I'm not calling her out. She can believe whatever the hell she wants to believe. I don't care. I don't watch the show, and I don't care about her. But she can't say things like this and then say, oh, well, it's my right to say crazy things, and you must employ me for it, Earl, right? Like, no one's like, people get these jobs, and they think that somehow they're entitled to it after. You're not entitled to it. You're replaceable. We'll get another chick to be, you know what I mean? We'll kill your character, and then voila, you're gone. People will forget you in 12 seconds, right? So... It's freedom of speech. No one's telling her to shut up, but it doesn't mean you get to work for Disney. It's pretty simple. You work for Disney. There's there's different rules, Earl. It's very, very simple. She's not a comedian on Roast Battle, right? She works for Disney and is in Star Wars. So I don't feel bad for her. 
Oh, I, I don't feel bad for her. I mean, uh, you know, it's like, you know, being 52, I, I very much remember as a kid that interview with Jimmy the Greek when he's at some steakhouse, probably seven drinks in, and uh, he starts going on about uh, the slaves. Yeah, that's different, and they were, that, not you know, really. that was different with, with no, it is because, listen, Jimmy the Greek was sitting there with Jesse Jackson uh, at the time. It's a little different than, than Gina Carano seemingly just pushed the envelope all the time and then backs off and then says, oh, what everyone, you know, I don't know what everyone's so upset about. Like I said, like, I mean, put it this way, if you got a job voicing over some cartoon character in a Disney animation movie, I guarantee you, you'd clean your Twitter up, right? You'd say, well, I'm making $350,000 to voice over this, this duck in a cartoon. I'm probably not. I'm probably not going to go on Twitter and start talking about the Holocaust. I don't know. It's just common sense. Maybe, you know what I mean? Call me. I, you know, people are all oh, red see you know, I'm a leftist agenda. <laughs> it's not a leftist agenda. If anything, I'm the real capitalist in the room here. Because to me, it's all about business. And you know what? You're bad for business. It's as simple as that. If you're bad for business, you're bad for business. But Earl, I wish time didn't fly by in the way that it did. We'll speak to you soon. And uh, hopefully uh, we'll get you on the first time without making you wait. Sorry, Earl. <laughs> Gabe, you're the best. You, you put me on air, you know, 15 years ago when nobody would. So I love you. I love the Rageaholics. I love Cam, uh, Joey Odessa, the king, wherever he is. And uh, thank you, Gabe. I love you. Late Night Anger, Maxwell Cops continues. Injury reports and news you can use. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Sports Grid is available on the radio, internet, TV, satellite, and don't forget our mobile app. So if you're not getting it, you're just not trying. Keep it right here. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. Screaming a warning. Like I said, I bring up the, I wouldn't bring up the Gina Carano stuff if she wasn't an MMA fighter. And I actually wanted to segue into the UFC card, but the show just flew by uh, here this evening. Uh, great, great times here this evening. Thanks to all of our guests. But, like, the thing with Carano is, the thing with Gina Carano is also that I tied into sports is I just find it amusing as I saw that I see the, the Twitter timeline is blowing up. It's the, you know, the outrage of the day. God, society sucks now. People are just so, like, 
stupid and like they get angry about things that don't like help or control their own lives at all. It's amusing. Um, and they fall behind, <laughs> right? Uh, trust me, there's not a lot of multimillionaires in chat rooms getting angry about things. You know what I'm saying? Um, so um, the thing that gets me though, is I see or on Twitter and stuff is people, all this stuff is a business people. It's fake outrage. The outrage of the Dallas Mavericks not playing the national anthem. They didn't play the national anthem for 13 games. Nobody noticed. Where was the outrage? Like, if you, if someone was a true patriot and loved the song so much, wouldn't you have noticed, man, they didn't play the national anthem all year? No. Cuban, like, it just came out, oh, by the way, yeah, they're not playing the national anthem. And no one noticed, right? And then everyone's outraged. And then they, they reneged. They went back on it already. The NBA is like, no, 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 you're playing the anthem. And Cuban went along with it already. So that was a short-lived. See, that's what I'm saying. That was the outrage of the night last night. It's already gone. But it's just funny as I see a lot of people in the media, the um, the same types that tell, like, uh, LeBron to shut up and dribble. Oh, I don't know why athletes talk about politics. I don't know why. They should shut up. But Gina Carano gets fired, and it's her right to talk about politics if she wants. <laughs> It's like Ice T said, man, freedom of speech is watch what you say, right? Everybody loves freedom of speech until they don't like what you say. Uh, that's why me, I don't care what you say. I ignore it. I ignore it. I got my own world to live in. I don't care about Gina Carano. I don't care about some stupid Star Wars TV show. I don't care about anything. Besides, a late night anger management class. Other than that, you're on your own. Later. You might be right. It's simple, but something you almost never hear in politics today, with each side more concerned about scoring political points than solving problems. I'm Bill Haslam, a Republican. And I'm Phil Bredesen, a Democrat. We're former Tennessee governors, and we invite you to listen to our podcast, You Might Be Right. Join us and guests like Al Gore, Paul Ryan, Judy Woodruff, as we take on important issues facing our country. Listen and subscribe to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee.